his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. 714 now on this Lundy Graw, and it's a cloudy start is going to turn chilly as well. Temperature is going to drop throughout the day, and it will clear out. So while it's not too bad outside right now, by the time you go to the parade tonight and really go to the riverfront for Waldenburg Park, the temperature is going to be dropping throughout the day from its current 63 and drizzle. The rain will go away. By noon, 59 degrees and windy. By 4 o'clock, 56 and windy. And then by parade time tonight, 52 and windy. Mardi Gras day itself looking nice. Sunny, highs of 57, but that's going to occur around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, the lows will be 45, and so you can figure around maybe f- upper 40s, 50 degrees for when you're out there in the morning getting ready for the parades to pass. Tim Calkins joins us, clinical professor of marketing at Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. We talk to him every year about the Super Bowl commercials and how the marketing department at Northwestern reviews them. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Hope it was a good year? It was a good year for the advertising. You yeah. know, the, the, the companies are making huge investments uh, at this point in time, so they're very careful with what they're putting on the game, and most of the spots worked pretty well. You know, one thing that I, I noticed, and I don't think it's because I'm, I'm nearing 50, I think it's because of the diversification of media where sometimes maybe you didn't really know who was in, in the commercial. For example, the, um, the Spice Girl, I guess it was, with the soda. Who was that? Uh, in the uh, ice spice, the, uh, ice spice. Yeah, there, it's interesting. There's so many celebrities on the, this advertising that it is really hard to keep track of who are all these characters. Now, what the best spots do though is they work both ways. So they, if you know the celebrity, the spot works. But if you don't know the celebrity, it still works pretty well. And that's going to be your most effective thing because there's so many celebrities and people don't know a lot of these folks. Let me ask a dumb question. When it comes to um, celebrities and um, people having to look up who they are, does that work in the advertiser's favor or not? Because I did have to look up who it was with the um, soft drink commercial because I didn't, I didn't quite understand what was going on there. Well, if you have to rely on people to look up what's happening in your advertising, that is not a good sign. Okay. Uh, because, you know, everybody's so busy that they're, they're just not going to do that. So you want to make sure that the communication really works. That's what the best spots did last night is you sort of could understand it. You knew what they were talking about, and they got the message across. Let me talk about what goes into producing one of these spots because a lot of us, you know, have – uh, ideas of advertising agency, maybe from Mad Men back in the day or other stories with ad- other um, fictional shows with advertising agencies. 
Take me from concept, I guess, to, to from the whole process of how one of these commercials winds up on the Super Bowl, if you can. Tim? It's almost the entire year. So the first thing that happens is the networks pretty soon will go to the advertisers, probably in the month of March, and say, hey, are you interested in a spot next year? Then uh, these advertisers, most of them, they'll start by researching what are the trends, how are people feeling, what's going on in the country. They then develop a strategy. They look at creative ideas, maybe in July and August. They do some testing on those ideas in September. Into October, they'll shoot the actual ad, maybe in November or early December. They edit it together. They run it by all the legal clearances, and then they're ready to go for the Super Bowl. But it's almost a full year's work for each one of these. And it goes by in 30 seconds, but that's the pressure that's on these folks. So when it comes to companies deciding whether or not they want to be in or not, I know, for example, some laundry detergents years in the past have decided to advertise, have not. Does it depend on... Their market share, does it depend on how their business is doing, advertising budget, probably all of the above? Do they have a new product to offer? Take me through that. Well, there are uh, different reasons people might go on the Super Bowl, but there has to be some reason you're there. So maybe you've got a big new product that they're trying to promote. Like, you know, for Microsoft, AI is huge. They want to really elevate uh, their capacity, so they're going to go on there. Sometimes you're in a big competitive battle, and you're fighting with a, a new entrant, a new competitor. That's like Tide and Persil. They, those were the detergents that had a big fight. Sometimes you're trying to reinforce your brand and restart it. You know, Bud Light was there, and they're working through a lot of issues uh, coming through that. And so they're certainly going to be there. There's always a reason, though, of why folks are showing up in a particular year. Jordan tells me apparently Ice Spice isn't one of the Spice Girls. That was a bad presumption on my part. But what are you going to do, Professor? I had to look it up, right? <laughs> apparently an American well, rapper. Did you know that or not? I don't think I knew that. Yeah. You know, I, but again, there's so many of these folks. And, and uh, you know, in picking a celebrity, it's always tricky. There's, there's uh, very few people that everybody knows. And that's what I, I guess, wanted to ask you. That was the next question. So we go through all of this process with deciding networks approach, sponsors, creative gets together. How do they decide on a celebrity? Well, uh, you, you know, you want to try to find somebody who's a good fit with the creative idea. But then it's a big negotiation. The company approaches the celebrity and they say, here's what we're hoping you might say and do. And the celebrity might say, well, you know what, I'm not, I don't really like that brand or I'm not going to say that. And so then there's a negotiation and then there's a question of how much are they going to pay and things like where might they shoot the spot. I was talking to one advertiser who was working with a celebrity who said, well, okay, I might go on your ad, but I am sure not going to Los Angeles to shoot that spot. You'll mm. come to me. Mm. And all of it is this really interesting negotiation. Uh, and it's big money. You know, it's interesting. You wonder how much did Verizon spend to get Beyonce? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a that's a huge financial and complicated deal there. And it has to work for both parts. It's got to work for both parties. It's got to work for the celebrity, and it's got to work for the brand. I would say the most star-studded maybe might have been the Duncan commercial. I don't know. Let's take a break because I know you graded these spots, and we'll talk about it when we come back. Talking to Tim Calkins, clinical professor of marketing at Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. Back in a flash, 720 Traffic Now, WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 724, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Tim Calkins, clinical professor of marketing at Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. You can go to kellogg.northwestern.edu slash event slash Super Bowl ad review slash results and you'll find their grading system which is based on an acronym ad plan which stands for attention distinction positioning linkage amplification and net equity and along those lines professor what commercials got an A yes or last night all right so let me give you some of the top of the list here here's our here's our group oh and here's all the A's there's quite a few of them but uh, Google CeraVe, Doritos, Verizon, Microsoft, Volkswagen, Dove, Mountain Dew, Hellman's, Etsy, Reese's, and Uber Eats. And that was the top of the, that's the top group of spots that ran. What about the bottom of them, the Ds? All right, so if Did we, anybody if get we an go F, to the, you don't get an F, right? We, we will give out Fs, but usually we'll give out an F only if there's a spot that is uh, going to cause problems in terms of offending a group or really really a negative. Uh, uh, no, but the bottom of the list, here's, uh, here's what finished at the bottom. Bass Pro, Snap, uh, Drumstick, yeah, CrowdStrike, please. Come Near, that was the, the one for Jesus, uh, Homes.com, FanDuel, Timu, Squarespace, and Kennedy. So how would these companies determine whether or not it was worth the bang for their buck how do they evaluate that so they're going to look at lots of different metrics today and you know each metric each companies might look at slightly different metrics so uh, if you look at somebody like microsoft well they're going to look at how many downloads did they get and what kind of traffic did they generate that's going to be a pretty clear metric for them and that's going to be easier uh uh, things like Drumstick, that brand, they're probably going to look at how many people remembered the advertisement, what happened to their overall brand awareness, metrics like that. Other ones, it's a lot tougher. You know, you look at Budweiser, and they're going to look at, I guess, how they did favorability-wise, but it's going to be really tough to see the impact of that Budweiser spot. You know, it's a nice spot, but you're not going to see sales move dramatically one way or the other. Uh, that is the challenge for these ads, by the way. It can be hard to figure out if they really were a good spend or not because you just can't see the impact of one advertisement on the overall value of a brand. It's impossible to see. That drumstick thing just came out of nowhere because I don't know if they wanted people to remember they still made this product. or Were you surprised by that or not? 
Oh, you have to be surprised to see drumstick advertising on the Super Bowl. I mean, it's a small brand. And let's remember, in you know, much of the country, it's the middle of the winter. So selling ice cream in the middle of the winter is always a bit of a challenge. Uh, very curious decision for them to go on the Super Bowl. The One of the other ones that had me scratching my head was the Robert Kennedy commercial because it goes back to, I guess, a commercial that was done in the 60s by John Kennedy? That was a very unexpected spot. That's when you were like, what are we looking at here? What the hell is this, uh, right? <laughs> what the heck is going on with this spot? Uh, and and that, was, you know, that was interesting. It did not score well with the Kellogg panel. Uh, they repeated Kennedy a lot. Uh, which is interesting because that candidate doesn't have great support, I guess, from the Kennedy family in truth. But they didn't really say much about the candidate. It left you scratching your head more than anything to say, well, what? And that was, I think, a very puzzling execution. Was there any spot, Professor, where, you know what, you were close, but you missed? It's like you, you had the right ammo, you had the right weapon, but you just were off target on this. Anyone that really stood out to you? Of uh, of folks who got close, you know, I would say the spot that that I thought would do better than it did with our panel was the Bud Light execution. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a classic Bud Light spot, funny, young, uh, trending. Uh, it didn't work perfectly though. I think that spot might have been better if they had split it into two spots. It was almost, I think, it was a sixty second spot, and it went on so long that. Uh, I think the joke, the, there was some funny stuff in there, but I think it got watered down. Might have been better as 230s instead of 160, because that was one that was a solid spot, but somehow didn't resonate as strongly as I thought it would. And one one other one that would surprise me was like Volkswagen, for example. Were they just trying to build brand awareness on that, or were they specifically trying to push a new electric vehicle or something, or what were they trying to do? Really interesting spot from Volkswagen. I think there they were trying to get people to feel really good about Volkswagen. Uh, uh, you know, the brand has struggled in the U.S. market, and I think they're now trying to say we've been here a long time. We're a trusted brand. We're a loved brand, and we should certainly be in your consideration set. The thing and I that, think that's what they were going for. The thing that made me wince a little is you got to be careful when you go back to the history of Volkswagens, don't you? Well, that you do, yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah, and that was interesting. They they mentioned at the end a new a new vehicle, but uh, it wasn't available. So in the fine print, it said not available in some future date. So it wasn't really about the new product. It's interesting. Always fascinating, uh, Professor. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Tim Calkins, Clinical Professor of Marketing at Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. You can find out uh, the results at kellogg.northwestern.edu slash events slash Super Bowl ad review. And you can see them for all the different years. You can go back all the way to like 2020, however many they got, 20, 2005. You can go all the way back to there if you like. We'll come back. We'll help you take a look at the week ahead on Wall Street, Monday Morning Markets with Mark Rosa, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. First, a look at WWL First News. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.